Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Gesso Girls. Um, today it is me and Erin. Erin is back, thankfully. And um, we're going to have a little life update to start the episode. So as we mentioned, I mentioned last week's episode, Erin um, has a new job. So Erin, how is your new job? How do you like it? It's going well. Hey everyone. Thanks for uh, being patient for us to return as our duo, as Gesso Girls. No. Yeah. Um, but you'll probably hear Julia and I splitting up episodes moving forward just to make sure that we're balancing our lives and our work appropriately. Um, as much as we obviously love doing this, it takes up a little bit of time and we want to make sure that we're prioritizing our health and the balance of li- our life. But it uh, works going well. I have returned back to the world of advertising. Uh, I was going back and forth on returning back to agency life or not in advertising, but at the end of the day, I realized if I could find the right agency, uh, I would go back to it. And I've realized through this year, especially in a few years past, that um, the people I work with is important. And I really value working with good people. And I was really fortunate enough to interview for just some freelance work and they offered me a full-time job and they were just great people. And from that experience, I couldn't turn it down. So, you know, taking risks, like, and that's something I think I learned through that process is always keep an open mind and don't close doors. Be open to any opportunity that rises because I'm really enjoying it. And I've found a way to kind of balance that work and still not feel like I am giving up on my other projects and my other um, dreams, let's first say that of doing my own uh, creative space. And they are very supportive of people staying creative outside of work because creating creativity outside just brings stronger work inside. I agree. And I think it's uh, so important to work at a company that encourages that and isn't like threatened by it. Yeah. And I, what I really loved about all of it was actually, this is something that was huge for me (laughs) being in advertising for eight years. I've been in a lot of, I call it me, me, me. (laughs) There's a lot of, I came up with this idea. I designed this. I did this. It was all about me. Uh, Whereas what I experienced at this new location was it was we. And I was so taken back by it. It wasn't, I came up with this idea or I told Aaron to do this. It was, um, Aaron did this or, and it was just really nice to see leadership that really empowered their employees and didn't take credit for everything. And as designers or creatives, you know, we're, we're emotional. We take pride in our work. And even when it comes to advertising and graphic design, you still have a little bit of, even though I'm doing what I'm told from a client standpoint, there still is like a little bit of like, I made specific choices for specific reasons. And if someone's like, that's ugly, I hate that. You're like, oh, like I failed. So with that, I really appreciate having somebody say, giving me the credit for exploring something, whereas they told me to do it. And I was like, why are they giving me credit for it? I just did what I was told, but it was refreshing. And I think that's a lesson for everybody to take in any industry is to think a little bit less about me, me, me. And I think society is, I feel like I harp on this all the time. Like society just, it's so competitive and it should be more about like empowering each other together and create great work. And especially in the creative space, I think we lose a lot of that community, which I know is a goal of ours is to bring that community back together, that it's not this painter versus painter and who sells more art than the other. It's 
let's be just baller artists and create amazing work. Um, obviously we all want to make stuff, <laughs> but, but yeah, so that's something I would love for everyone to kind of take with them, uh, that little life lesson I got, but Julia, I know this is a busy, busy time of the year for you as well. I've been seeing a lot of activity on social media of, I don't know how many ornaments. I hope a you're lot. taking like a, <laughs> like a, a running list of how many. I actually I was thinking painting. about that today because I was like, my parents were asking me like, oh, so like, how's it going? And I was like, I've painted a lot of worm ornaments. And they're like, how many? I was like, I don't even know at this point. Like, so I actually am doing a terrible six trees. job. I'm six trees worth. Yeah, I'm terrible at accounting apparently. So like, I'm just, I'm one of these people, especially this time of year where like I wait to the last minute to like count up everything. So like, I actually have no clue how many ornaments <laughs> I've sold at this point, but it's been, it's been a lot. Um, and I mean, you've been going at this for quite a while too. This isn't like, no, this is the last week of your stretch. You've been very active with since early November, I want to say. Yeah, I think I took my first, I think I took my first like holiday commission in August. Wow. <laughs> so like those people. So like they were, uh, yeah, those, those people are one of my, one of my friends actually in particular was the one who reached out to me and I was like shocked. I was like, you're already asking me about this. Like, this is great. And she actually, I'm kind of glad she did. Cause I think she kind of jumped start. I was like, wow, people are already thinking about it. I better, I better start, um, you know, getting together with like an idea for what to do for the holidays. But, um, as you heard in my last episode, I did talk all about my recent like floral ornament launch. However, yeah. I am still doing like a lot of custom ornaments, which is a little bit more, labor intensive because yeah. like they're custom obviously yeah and so i was saying to air before we jumped on just like how when i was thinking of like what we kind of need in this ep like in this episode we were like oh we could do like a 12 days of christmas kind of like things to do and i was like i think the last thing at least i feel like i need and probably a lot of people need is like another to what to do another to-do list because i just i'm starting to feel that way in my creative practice like everything i'm doing is just like like a to-do list and like doing, a yeah. check and I get really it's kind of becoming a little mindless for me like I hate to say that like it's not that I'm not putting my full attention on like what I'm painting it just is like it's repetitive it's it can be really repetitive and so it's like when you kind of get into that grind like how do you stay connected to your creativity and like not just get exhausted which is kind of where mm -hmm. I'm at like I'm normally somebody who wakes up every day like early and I work out and like lately mm -hmm. I can like not get out of bed like early at all like I'm just so tired and I think that there's just the world <laughs> I think it's the world I think I actually went to my doctor last week and I was like I'm just like I'm so tired. tired and she's like girl me too <laughs> so I think it's just like the end of 2020 everyone's just exhausted but so anyway I guess it's like the question I wanted to pose mm -hmm. for this episode is like in this busy season, no matter if it's just like, you know, like you're, if you're Aaron and you have a full-time job and then you're also trying to be creative or if you're like me in this, like painting is my full-time job, like mm -hmm. how do you not get like absolutely drained during this busy yeah. season and how do you kind how do you of enjoy the present? holidays too? Yeah, exactly. How do like you it's also holidays? your holiday as well. It and is. Like, yeah. I think it gets lost sometimes when you're constantly creating. I was doing some custom greeting cards for like holiday cards for friends and family and it, you know it felt like a chore yeah. I was I kept putting it off because I just had other things to do I finish also within all this time I'm moving this weekend back downtown and yeah. I finish <laughs> so up one my, more thing to do yeah. yeah and I finish my two classes for the semester 
um, this week as well. So I kept pushing off these cards, but obviously I know like there's no timeline, but obviously Christmas and the holidays, I think Hanukkah is Friday. Like It is, yeah. It, there is a timeline. Yeah. So I had to push those out and it really did feel like a to-do to list. I was on a Zoom class while designing a card for somebody because I just didn't have another hour in the day and you know I mean sure could I've gone up an extra hour earlier could I there's a lot of things I could have done but I also have to be conscious of my needs and my health and enjoying what's around me um as well and I think that sometimes we can be tough on ourselves being like oh, I should have done it earlier procrastinating like I don't always think people procrastinate because they're bad with time management sometimes I think it's just it's just a lot of it's overwhelmed it's like overwhelming and like Mm -hmm. how do you manage that like sense of being completely overwhelmed which I definitely feel right now um and I think partly like so for example today it was I I did not wake up early like I normally wake up early to like kind of it's important for me to feel like I like work out or just like move because I like otherwise I'm like sitting all day or or I'm standing like at an easel but like lately I'm sitting a lot because of ornaments it's like I just need to move my body or else I feel like gross a little bit so but anyway I I just could not wake up early today and at one point I was like okay I'm gonna I'm going to work out today I just don't know when I'll find it I'll find a time and so I had already done like a couple ornaments and I was like at a a pause like a place where I could pause but I was like no 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 I should really do another ornament and I was like stop it Julia like get on the bike and freaking work out because like you need you need to take care of yourself and so I think it's kind of like decisions like that where yeah could I have spent that 45 minutes like doing one more ornament like yes but you know it's like am I going to sacrifice like my health right now so that I can continue to grind through this time like I don't know so I think it's like kind of checking in with yourself and like you're I mean Aram can speak to this more because it's kind of like a yoga sounding thing to say, but like, (laughs) like checking in with your body and like checking in with like being mindful around that, I think is like, I mean, I constantly find myself like hunched over because I'm painting ornaments and I'll be doing that for hours and hours and I will have forgotten like, oh wait, I'm starving right now. I haven't eaten lunch. And I also am like sitting like the hunchback of Notre Dame. My back is killing me. And so I think as artists, we we do get really like sucked into our work, especially when it's like... We're trying to do it for other people, like make sure that they're like happy with it. And it's like easy to let things like you're, you know, taking care of your body, like go to the wayside. Oh yeah. Um, I, it reminds me of, and this is for a whole nother episode, but I was sick a couple years ago and I didn't even realize I was sick, even though my body was telling me because I was so in the zone with work. I was working 60, 70 hours in advertising and no complaints. I was, you know, that's what I did. That's what I enjoyed doing, but I wasn't checking in with my body until my body no longer was going to allow me to not acknowledge it. And I had symptoms that I couldn't ignore. Um, and I think that's something we always need to remind ourselves to do, especially, and and this is a great reminder right here because you may not have checked in with yourself and your body, um, guilty I don't even know if I did it this week so far um being like how do I feel do I feel are my hips tight are my legs sore um no because we just go 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 um and I think I wrote that so oh yeah I wrote that tis the season of ho 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 and go 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 yeah Yeah. (laughs) it is and I think we gotta just take a moment um breathe uh and just check to see how you're feeling and what you can do before you keep going because you want to be able to make it through the holidays and actually enjoy them. Have you, Julia, found 
outside of obviously keeping your physical health um, moving and grooving, uh, I know you're a big Peloton rider. Um, <laughs> we both are on Peloton. As, we, as, we, as, we, as we chat right now, my Peloton yeah. is behind me. It's, yeah. I'm an O, absolutely not to sound all like hipster right now, but I am an OG <laughs> Peloton person. I'm not a bandwagon person who jumped on this year. I've had a Peloton for four years. So, like, so we are too. And I yeah. always think about that because we got it. Third, yeah, four years ago. Yeah, we got it for my dad for his retirement, which was four years ago. Yeah, um, my dad bought it for himself, and he never yeah, used oh. it. So now I have it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. I mean, it was such a great. It, we always joke, really, like, it was the best investment for out for my parents out in the suburbs. There yeah. just wasn't. They weren't gym people, so they had it here, and we always used it when we got home when we were visiting. Um, mm-hmm. Which then I was like, oh, I really do like this. I want my own, and obviously they expanded yeah, into more items, but. Anyways, <laughs> enough about Peloton. Even yeah, though this fans. is an average. <laughs> <right now. laughs> yeah, um, Peloton. Let's let us decorate your bikes. No, yeah, exactly. Um, but I guess my question is: Are you still being? And the answer can be no. How are you staying creative outside of your commissions? Are you? Do you have time to? Yeah. So I've kind of found in I have channeled my my creativity. Um, that is not, you know, for other people into decorating mm-hmm. my apartment. And it is now yes. a freaking winter wonderland. <laughs> it is, I'm jealous. It is I'm like, so jealous. It is, it's just absurd. My, fr- my friend came over the other night to watch Bachelorette with me. And she was like, I feel like I'm in like Macy's, like the walnut room yeah. or whatever. So that is how, that is where my, my other creative energy is going. I have made way too many paper snowflakes and that is amazing i've made all these little like yarn like pom-pom things like for garland on my tree Mm -hmm. that look like little hats i don't know know if i'm describing that right they're like little like no yeah i know exactly what you're talking about okay i don't know if everyone else does but i'll post one on on the jessica girl story so you guys can see what i'm talking about yeah we're gonna have Um, but i have a winter wonderland tour yes so i'm doing a lot of crafts i've made wreaths (laughs) i have um yeah, I've done a lot of I've done a lot of crafting. So that's been kind of like my outlet when I had time. So like after I did I had my initial like floral ornament launch for Black Friday, I did give myself a couple days off just to like do crafting, <laughs> which for some reason felt like a break, even though Kirk's like, you know, you can like stop using your hands for like a second. Um I think a lot of artists I mean, crafting is an art too, but I do find it's a little more it's different. For it's some it's different. It's not like I'm awful at crafting. <laughs> I'm like actually, scrapbooking. I can't do it. I'm actually quite well. Scrapbooking is like a different thing. Like I'm actually okay. quite good at crafting. I actually that's was kind of like my honestly. I think crafting is where like initially was my segue into like painting and art because as a kid. I was that child that like I'd wake up in the morning and I'd be like, okay, I have a project we're going to do today. And I would like take over the entire household and we'd have to go to Michael's and spend like my poor mother. I probably spent like so much money on all these craft supplies. I'd be like, today we're making like a basket. Like I've always been obsessed with like crafting stuff, um, but I don't really let myself do it all that often. So it's kind of funny whenever I find myself in a place where I'm like really busy 
I like have this strong urge to start crafting, which is like very not productive. Stress crafting. <laughs> like I start stress crafting. Um, it's like stress cooking when you stress craft. I also stress bake. That is 100% in a whole other part of yeah, me. But so baking, I've been baking bread. People others benefit from that. <laughs> I have been baking bread. That's another thing I've been doing. I've, I think I've mastered three different kinds of bread now. I'm starting sourdough <laughs> next week. So like, I don't even know where you even start. Which the more I was having this discussion with someone the other day, how baking is a form of art. It, oh my god, it totally is. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't know where I was. What maybe I was watching like the Great American Cookie Bake Off or something. Oh my god, I mean, if you just like all of it is definitely art. I mean, I mean, there's a lot it, more. There's a, it's a science. For science, sure. yeah. But I would I, like. I would compare it more to painting because there's a lot of technical sides of painting mm-hmm. as well. That, well, yes, are are creative and artistic are also kind of like step by step a little bit, yeah. which is the same with baking um, in a lot of ways. So I was saying also before we popped on here, how like this is kind of my first actually like really busy like art holiday season. Um, I don't yeah, think this I've, is the first full year you've dived in. I really time. like, yeah, dived in and like have Committed. actually like a lot of yeah. holiday commissions. I think I've had like a couple here and there in the past. So I've never had this kind of like intense like rush happening. Although I have had, so as I think I've mentioned in previous episodes, when I was in uh, high school, I had a baking business. And so that was always a crazy holiday rush. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, if I look back, it's like when that was crazy, I would also have the urge to start to paint or the urge to, to craft or something like that. So yeah. it was, I always want to do the opposite. So like now I'm paint, I have like painting and I have to do it. So now all I want to do is bake and yeah. all I want to do is like make a gingerbread house. Um, but that's good so. to have those still, it's still creative. Not to say that it has to be creative, but I find it still keeps those creative juices flowing. Yeah. If you go from one form of creativity to another, um, but it helps just check out of the more structured Stressful or like, because the thing is, is like both like, both can be stress relievers for yes. me, right? Like both painting can be a really great release for me, but when it's like commissions and it's for somebody and there's like a timeline and like yeah. there's concern if they're like, you know, going to like it or there's more, there's like money on the line here yeah. that it becomes stressful. So it's like, I think in a way, like my, my coping mechanism to like still enjoy like creating is to go towards those activities that are a little less like um, useful or like they're not, productive and like necessarily yeah. but they're fun well i think it's it sounds like it's the pressure because you're saying like when it's like i want to do the one situation yeah both can be a therapeutic practice yeah. but it's like but all both can be stressful both too. can be stressful as well so it's kind of just like whatever is serving me at that time but it's you know i think at the same time though what does become overwhelming is when i feel like especially this holiday season i'm like i feel like i have to do all of it because otherwise yeah. i've missed the opportunity to like do all that kind of holiday crafting mm-hmm. so like there's it's just like i think it's all about like finding like i've honestly here's here's an i'll admit this like a, i already mentioned how i've not been waking up as early as i normally do i also have been like watching an excessive amount of game of thrones <laughs> they're gonna say the bachelorette <laughs> well that too um like an excessive amount of tv just in general I think i've watched any tv which what, like so Home alone i've watched Home okay alone. that keeps like popping up on tv yeah and my, i'm at my parents and my mom be like we already watched this i'm like 
yeah, well, <laughs> we're going to yeah. watch it again. Well, we're like very, very deep into a Game of Thrones binge. And because Kirk has never seen it and now he's hooked. And so he every day it's like he... I've we, seen one episode. We have pro- our records. We watched like five episodes in one night. It was disgusting. Are they an hour? Yes. guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's bad. It's a really bad habit. But commitment. I'm trying to like... I've, I'm trying to give myself a little bit of like grace around that and not oh, be yeah. like judging myself so harshly is like okay julia like you're really stressed right now like you kind of need a little bit of maybe it's not a good practice necessarily like getting the edge off but like it's better than drinking a bottle of wine you know i guess (laughs) (laughs) i'm all about i mean i know a lot of people are like we shouldn't make new year's goals we should be making goals all year round and all that stuff but i have no problem personally with i mean i think i've been saying this for the past nine months i need to get into a routine um yeah which I'm hoping once I move, I can I get into a routine. I think but it's I a lie. I think a routine is a lie. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, it is. Obviously, well, routines are helpful. But I think, like, when they become a point of stress. I need a wake-up routine. <laughs> yeah, like, that's great. But, but when it becomes, like, a point. I think it, during these times, I think having a routine definitely can create, like, a sense of structure and security. But I think when, like, we start to get really judgmental of ourselves, especially mm-hmm. during this busy time and, like, when we aren't when there's other things that like take the back burner like for mm-hmm. example me exercising as much as i would like to me maybe i'm watching too much tv it's like okay something has to give because like yeah everything else is so busy it's not permanent it's not like you're no, forever it's be not. you're not sitting on your couch doing nothing like no. if you're allowed to sit and hang everyone has busy seasons yeah. of their lives and mm-hmm. like there's seasons of like craziness and then things are gonna like slow back down again and, like, you know, as soon as the new year, new year hits, I'm sure, like, things will get a little slower yeah. for me and I'll have time to, like, relax Reboot. And, and reestablish my routine and get back exactly. on track. But, like, right exactly. now it's kind of just – I'm just trying to stay alive. I mean, so. I think that's, like, everyone even outside the world of creativity. Like, I think about my family and my – we were talking about how many, like, pies have been in this home and we're not, like, a big – like, Sweet we're a very person. healthy family. Yeah. And so when it comes to food, like, we – the kale and you know all that fun stuff and better than me <laughs> i work out so i can eat pie that's the truth i mean don't get wrong I, we all love pie but we just never really have it around in the home except we have it on thanksgiving and then we have it for my dad's birthday which is the first of december and then we have it on christmas so it's like there's constantly a pie around and we're kind of like my sister came back and she was like there's been a lot of like pie and apple crisp and all this stuff and we're like well it's the holidays like allow yourself to enjoy it because it's not that you can't have it later on but it's kind of a special tradition and I think I love what Julia was saying just like kind of give yourself some grace on like during this season like something's got to give um and you don't want it to be you so make sure you take care of yourself listen to your body and you know there's always tomorrow to try something new yeah just like do what you gotta do to like get through this time and like if other things in your life have to take a back burner right now, like it's fine. Like that's just, and I'm also, you know, kind of also one other thing that I have been feeling a little bit of guilt around right now is like, while I have all these creative projects I'm working on that are for other people, none of them are for my family. (laughs) And like, I really wanted every year, every year, I'm like, I'm going to paint things for my family and I'm going to give them gifts like paintings. And every year it doesn't happen. And this year I was like, this is the year. And I don't know what I was thinking. Like of all the years, this is not the year. It's like so crazy. (laughs) But like, I really am like feeling guilty about that right now. I'm like, oh my God, I really wanted to like have time to like create things for, you know, 
friends and family and I've done a little bit of it but it's kind of like you know if it happens amazing but also like Mm -hmm. if I have to tell my family like this is gonna come in a month like they're still gonna love me and they're still gonna be happy about it like I need to kind of like let go they'll be a returning customer (laughs) exactly like they're they're the people who like you know they'll be they're the most understanding so if you feel like you know doing some sort of ambitious other kind of project that you were going to do as a gift for somebody Mm -hmm. is just not going to happen right now. Like it's okay to tell them what's going to happen. It's coming and like give yourself an extra like week or two. Um, because I think, yeah. Wrap up a frame. Yeah. And and be like, that's coming. I'm sorry. It's not here yet, but it's happening. Um, and I think just taking time to get away from your to do list Mm -hmm. is just like, which is kind of what we were saying about all this, you know, my whole spiel about how I'm watching excessive amounts of Game of Thrones, which I don't know. I don't know. I'm like not trying to preach a really bad coping mechanism right now. It's probably but like, excessive for you. I'm sure it is excessive. Other people me. that are more excessively. Yeah. Like it's, it feels excessive to me, but, um, you know, take intentional time, like in a weird way, like this sort of ritual that Kirk and I have right now of like watching Game of Thrones every night is kind of like my dedicated time Mm -hmm. away from like the to-do list yeah um and it's time for us like together as well so like because I think another thing that can really suffer like when you're this kind of busy is like relationships in your life oh yeah like and like you don't make time to see people I mean especially right now with that's what I was going to say, especially yeah. Right now. I um, think we get lost in our work, especially right now, and it's probably more important than ever to be carving out the time for yourself and your loved ones because, I mean, the day just flies by when you're working full-time remote. Um, and when I say full-time, I mean full-time anything. Full-time mom, full-time yeah. painter, full-time. It's just... Mom and painter. <laughs> yeah, mom and painter. Dog mom. Like, yeah. You're just... You're in one space and you're getting into the habit of being that one space and it's just, you keep yourself busy and I think we all like coped with being at home by just staying busy um, and not, I mean, guilty myself of like not setting barriers of, I feel like I can be like, oh, well, I have nothing else to do tonight. It's not like I'm going anywhere so I can sit on the couch and keep working Mm -hmm. and maybe turn the news on, but that's not necessarily the best thing to do. So, not to say it's not bad, yeah, it's just balance (laughs) yeah it's just fine balance and I think the thing too is like knowing that you know we're never ever gonna strike like the perfect balance of these things and like to just become okay with the fact that like right now it's it's like kind of a shit show for everybody and like Mm -hmm. it's not just because like I also wanted to be transparent in my episode last week that like in my launch like yeah I did sell out all my ornaments but I made Mm -hmm. a lot of mistakes in the in the process and like it's been stressful for me and there are but now you know now I've learned lessons so like don't also don't compare in this time of like how much you're producing versus somebody else because yeah it looks like I'm producing a lot but I'm also kind of like killing myself right now and I don't have a full-time job so this is my full-time job so like I I obviously can dedicate but there are days where like I don't get enough done I don't get a lot done um and that's just we're just all human here and I think the one thing that I'm kind of kind of like bring this back to that I mean I don't know if I'm actually doing a great job of intentionally doing this but something that I'm going to try to start doing this week is like being infusing a bit more like gratitude and like okay like instead of getting like really stressed about like oh my god for example like a woman reached out to me today I sent her an ornament and some of the paint had chipped by the time it got there and so I had to redo the ornament and send it to her Mm -hmm. and I was like 
really upset about it at first because yeah. it was just like, oh my god, like another thing. It's back on the to do list, and now I've like you know lost money on the shipping, and I got like upset about it. But it's really, it was really not that big of a deal. But it was, it got me like really frazzled. Yeah. But I tried to like think, okay, I just need to be how how lucky am I, or how how grateful am I that this is this is my this is my problem right now like that yeah. it's painting another ornament it's not I mean I love what I do mm-hmm. and like trying to come back to like being grateful for like those sorts of no, I mean it can be that hard sounds but... tr- like a little bit like cliche but like <laughs> trying to be like it's okay. grateful. It's cliche for a reason <laughs> yeah like try to be grateful for like okay this is what I these are the problems I get to have and like are they really that big of problems like no ground yourself yeah ground yourself find Great, like gratitude, yeah, like humility. You know, being grateful for like what you have, and grateful for the gift of your creativity, and that this is something that you people are requesting for you to do anyway. Can't do it. Some people can't do it, and like there's something really, even though it can be stressful. It's like the fact that you have the ability to like make something out of nothing is so amazing, and to kind of like get grounded back into like how awesome that is, and be grateful for your talents. I think is something that will hopefully carry me through the rest of this holiday season well something i want to call out uh, when julia was talking about how she's like i paint no i paint full-time like that is my full-time job what i want to call out is like a shout out to all you full-time artists because for someone like me who's in advertising who's in a big agency um I'm not the only designer. Yeah. There are other people. Yeah. Not to say that, I mean, I still have my responsibilities, but when it comes to a full-time artist, you can't hand your painting off to somebody else to finish. No. So a sick day, um, a mental health day, it's They're still very... piling up on your on your plate. So just... I can't remember the last time I took, like, an actual, like... <laughs> I mean, I take weekends <laughs> off, but, like, yeah. I can't remember the last time I took, like, an actual weekday Yeah, off. and I think that's something just to, like ground yourself in or that thought like oh wow like you're right like in a lot of other comp like full-time careers and I'm I'm not gonna specify like full-time artist full-time you're, you're full-time like that's what your job is you're a full-time employee of yourself any entrepreneur or startup like that's you work for yourself and it's on you um but it's also not really a practice or a business that you grow to then have other people do like this is solely you that was thinking about this the other day too actually i was talking to kirk and i was getting very overwhelmed i'm like how do i ever scale this is a whole other podcast how do i ever scale this because it's like such a high touch thing but like how do i ever get to a point where it's like i can produce enough during a day to like really like grow because like even as i am right now like i'm hardly have enough energy to get through just the stuff on my plate right now and it's not like I'm making millions of dollars and you hope this is just the beginning (laughs) and yeah exactly I'm like I'm just starting out so it's like how when how do I get to a place where I can scale this and and be realistic on like in my time and I think it'll come back to like diversifying like how I make money and whatnot but it is definitely something that has been on my mind and I want to do another episode about this. It's just like talking through like realistic ideas of like how to scale your business as an artist who, who is like Aaron just said, like you're kind of the sole employee. Like it's not like you can hire people to help with like your social media, but like at the end of the day and like your marketing and all that, but at the end of the day, it is like you and your hands that are creating it. Um, and I mean, I'd love to talk to artists 
to have them come on here who maybe are at that point of their career where they maybe are also kind of battling that every day, like figuring that out because I want to get to that point because I mean, ideally it sounds like maybe that'd be less stressful. I don't know if it is. I'd love to know like if you can get to a place where it is a little less like I think it depends on what your like goal is because when I think about our interview with Kai, Kai spoke very passionately of he wants to always stay small. Yeah. And so I think that just depends on do you want to be larger or do you, it's just like mapping out. Like, I think we've talked about this many times in our podcast, write out your goals, write out what you want from this. Like, what is, what do you want from your art practice? Do you want to be in the MoMA? Do you want, like, it can be whatever you want. Maybe it's just selling three more paintings or learning crochet and selling it on Etsy. Um, But figuring out like, because I think, I mean, I could rattle off a billion different marketing ideas and ways to, like, put but as one person, work, like, and you, this is what I come back to, is, like, yeah. as one person, like, how do you it's do so all that hard plus. to do all that. Like, and I think that's why I've been so exhausted is because, yes, I've been the painter, but I've also been the person doing all the email blasts, all the, the posts, all of the everything. And, and so... It's ex- expensive to hire someone it's just from really someone expensive and i don't make that kind of money <laughs> right now like to be able to hire somebody to do that and maybe at some point i will get there but like for the time being probably for the foreseeable future like the reality is, is it's just it's me and so i think that's why it's like i'm when i was thinking of this episode it's like i think we all of our all all artists even if you're not full-time like you're this is your side hustle like to remind yourself like you are kind of a one person i mean maybe you're not but and you have some help. Most of us are one person shows here and like how exhausting that is and also how much like credit you deserve for even like embarking on it because it's so it is so overwhelming. Well, and I think artists ourselves forget that. Like, oh, I, I do all the time. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> you know, like I, I forget that like, oh, other people have like teams to do all this, yeah. you know, and I and it's just time. me. Yeah. If you if something if you need to fix a painting, it's you fix the painting, not you fix hey. the painting, you get it framed, you ship it. I'm the one going to the post office. I'm the one dealing with like, for example, like I, I had a whole office. I had a whole like shipping fiasco I can go into another time, but like you know, like I had to deal with that. It took up like a large portion of my day and so mm-hmm. yeah, it's just like guys, shipping is the worst. It sucks. Especially this time of year with my it like sucks. what I found out was like also there's a surcharge in shipping during this time of year, which I totally understand. I mean Julia, you even said like last episode, like you've learned so much from going through it. And I I've hundred percent learned a ton with shipping and the business side and structure of accounting. It's not necessarily the stuff that I love to do, but once you figure it out and I'm still figuring it out, and if anyone ever has any tips and tricks on shipping or any of that logistical yeah. stuff, send it our way. We'd love to yeah. chat, hear I think about it. Flat rate is like for USPS is at the moment like my best option and what's been working the best for me. Um, except for when you get to you know obviously my larger paintings, that's when it starts to become a whole other nightmare. But right now my painting, the things I'm selling are small enough that they can fit in the sh- in the flat rate boxes. We um, always talk about shipping. We always shipping talk about it. Just, sh- it just comes <laughs> up. It's just the bane of our existence. Um, I did have something I wanted to bring up, but now I'm trying to think. It was about the holidays and creativity. Did it have to do what, with Christmas gifts? Oh, that is exactly what it had to do with. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Julia. Yeah. <laughs> she can read my mind all the way yep. from here. Um, 
So I want to kind of backtrack a little bit, and this might take us to the end of the episode, but um, Julia, you were talking about how creating artwork for your family or your friends, and I was thinking about when you were talking about that, how I've, my, I've, I have created artwork for my fr- my family. My brother has like a Fenway Park, like graphic design frame piece. My sister has a watercolor of Paris from me. My mom has a couple dog drawings from me. My dad has the Beatles drawing from myself that I framed. But I was always kind of weird about gifting my own art to my family. And I'm curious if anyone else has had that feeling. Um, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's like because it's personal to me and I want to give someone something that they want. But it's also it's I've never had a, like a negative response. I mean, no, yeah, I've always, yeah. I've always felt like it's like a cop yes. out. It's like, Agreed. oh, you didn't pay for this. And like, I exactly. felt guilty about like, but it's like, I think we need to stop that because it's like, yeah, I didn't maybe pay like to have another artist do this but like you paid with your time you know and like your thoughtfulness and like that means a lot more in my mind like so because yeah I've always actually and I've actually asked my family before I'm like doesn't annoy you when I give you yeah. gifts that are like my they're like no I mean as long as it's something I actually would would want I don't have to like yeah. pretend that I like yeah. it and um, I, I usually supplement it with something else too um but I, I have always, because I, I, like, I forget that I can do that. Like, I have done it, but I don't do it every year. And maybe that would be a cool tradition to, like, gift a family member, like, a four-by-four four or something each year. And it can create some sort of gallery or whatever in their wall. Um, but that brings, that also reminds me of a really cool, like, I have a family friend who's, the family's just super creative. Um, their mom uh, does history, or one is an art therapist the mother does tours at the art institute like just they love art um and they decided to do everyone had to make from scratch a gift for each other but it had to be under i think like 10 bucks so it was talk about you had to be creative you had to be innovative like what do you do and i think some of them did like terrariums and like they thought outside the box of also trying to think of something that someone would use and love um and keep I'm trying I don't can't really remember all the other things but I thought that was a really cool um tradition of creating and sparking creativity uh during the holiday season that maybe isn't your traditional uh commission (laughs) but it's kind of like I don't even know what I would do if I was told I couldn't do graphic design or paint what creative object I would make right right wait does sewing count as art? That's what I was trying to think of. of I was thinking about that the yeah. other day, like, because I'm taking classes at Art Institute and I'm taking sewing. I'm like, I feel, or I guess my question is more of like crafting. We'll have to do an episode about crafting versus art. Like, because they, they all are under the same umbrella. I think it's just, I mean, it all is art. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that there's like, a, there's definitely like a, di- a distinction and a difference. But I think, I think is, yeah. that the line is, be, is a little more blurry than I think we we like to kind of. It's probably like people who run marathons versus people who run sprints. Right. It's like, like track you're, you're and cross running. country. Both, both are running. It's just like they're just one. <laughs> one maybe sounds a little more intense. Just not um, everyone likes to do both. Some do like both. Yeah. Some like one over the other. Yeah. Like I was a great cross country runner. But. The 200 meter dash was not my thing. Yeah, so it's kind of like, it's like, I definitely think that's a great analogy because I think it, there's just like, 
it's par all part of the same beast, right? It's just kind of like, you know, one yeah. has a bit more like, I mean, you could, would you call what Kai does like a, I mean, it's a craft. I wouldn't call it crafting. Like I think there's a right, like, connotation. True. Like, But I also would say that what he does is like an art, is artistic and it's like art yeah. in and of itself. Well, I also feel like when I think about it, like his medium, his fabric choices to me puts him further close to the, the art side yeah. than the craft side. I know, right? It gets like really like hairy. Making dog bandanas because I'm learning how to sew. Otherwise, oh, here's a good one. Oh, you can laugh because this is the busy season. So I'm for my final, I have to sew it, I have to make a dress from scratch. And I was so excited that I'm like, I have all done like this is the last bit I'm like doing the zipper and it's this complicated way to do a zipper because you have to base stitch it together then you rip the seam and open it I sewed the zipper to the dress and I don't mean like sewed it to the dress so it unzips like I sewed the, to front. the front <laughs> yes oh, shit. and I was like yes and then I looked at it and I was like yeah I've learned my lesson that I need to not try to do too much in one day. Yeah. Because if I had just taken a break, I don't think I would have made that mistake yeah. of sewing the zipper to the dress. So that's what I'll be doing tonight is re-sewing that zipper properly to the dress oh for tomorrow's God. final. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Well, so take breaks, everybody. Take breaks. <laughs> take care of your sanity. Take care of your body. Take care of your mind. If you gotta, if you got to binge watch some Game of Thrones like me to, to, you know, to check out, you know, that's fine. Do mm -hmm. what we got to do. And also, you know, make space for creativity that is on your own terms in the midst of maybe a bunch of craziness and holiday commissions. Yeah, well, tag us in your stuff. We want to see it. We want to share it. We want to support. Um, be well and happy holidays. Yep, happy holidays. Thanks for listening.